alaikum rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Good evening. Your host, Yusuf Fisher, this side of the microphone with you until 12 o'clock, inshallah. I invite you once again to join me on a caravan into the night. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Hartelijke goeie naand weer eens van die gast hier en vriend Yusuf Fischer die kom van die mikrofoon saam met die tot om en by 12 uur vanavond inshallah. Weer eens woensdag aan draai. Middel van die week wat beteken is nie toch twee slaapjes as het alweer weekend. So in die tussentijd sê ek sit lekker terug. Keer saam met my met die karavaan in die aand. Wednesday evening, of course, in the company of your favorite community radio station, the voice of the Cape on the 91.3 FM stereo in the greater metropolitan area, 95.8 FM in the Boerland, and not forgetting audio streaming on www.vocfm.co.za. It's Wednesday evening, and of course, we know the second half, or uh, after 10, let me say after 10, then we have our consider request. However, we have been receiving consider requests since past three this afternoon, according to the SMSs, which unfortunately means that we can't take any more SMSs for requests. Tamaf, but we've got our tally for the evening, which means as from 10 o'clock onwards until uh, around about 12 o'clock, we've got all those casinos that we'll be playing and we cannot accommodate any more. That's number one. Number two, it isn't a Casilla request. However, there are two uh, SMSs that came through. The one was for, believe it or not, Liffling. No, Liffling is no near Casilla. So that one, whoever sent Liffling, Canala, no, Liffling, uh, and and the other one was for Ruasa, another, another SMS. Ruasa is a litchi, not a kasida, which means I'm not going to play Ruasa either. So those two people, I apologize, but unfortunately, I cannot accommodate you. Liefling as eight, Ruasa as eight. The other kasidas that you forsooked, that's Amaldar, and not 10 o'clock. Dan gaan ek doen. However, right now, once again, it gives me great pleasure to welcome to the series of The Voice of Cape, none other than the respected Sheikh Ibrahim Abrams. Sheikh, assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And how are you, Sheikh? Fine, fine, alhamdulillah. Mashallah, mashallah. It seems as if we have um, knit one player and then knit and then skip one. Skip one. <laughs> <laughs> because, yes, uh, we are busy with the series, and unfortunately last week we couldn't uh, have the series, but, or we couldn't have that episode, but we are continuing this evening. And of course we are talking about Salah, the road to success. Now, and uh, this evening, Sheikh, you will be comp- uh, continuing 
Where exactly are we right now? Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Alhamdulillah wa ahda wa salatu wa salamu ala man la nabiya ba'd Rabbi shirhali sadri wa yasir li amri wa hal ugdatan min lisani yafqahu kawli Allahumma alimna bima yanfa'una wa anfa'ana bima alamtana wa rizukna ilman yadha al-jalali wal-ikram Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Yusuf, your question is the way we are now We've started off last week with Surah Al-Fatiha we, uh, on the last week, the week before we started the Surah Al-Fatiha, um, inshallah, hoping this week to be able to end, to see with what, how far we can go to be able to bring about that end of Surah Al-Fatiha, and then hope to, to be able to move on to what happens after Surah Al-Fatiha, after that, this, the, what needs to be decided no, after no. that, inshallah. 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 That's obviously in the standing position no. when you have started this Salah, right? No, no. So we in, in last week's lesson in Surah Al-Fatiha, the, the, the emphasis was laid on the fact that there's two formats in the reciting, recitation of Surah Al-Fatiha. Mm-hmm. The, one, the first one is a recitation, where we say you recite, you read the verses, and, and the other one is the fact that you read it, right? Um, now the difference between recitation and reading we need to understand is the one you re- recites words, but whether you understand or whether you don't understand. The other one is reading, where of necessity you think of reflecting what the meaning is of mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And this is imperative, and what we've made, given to us as an important factor here, if the person is not yet ready to be able to recite the Surah Al-Fatiha, then by obvious meaning that Allah would not put you a burden on that person, that if he cannot recite Surah Al-Fatiha as yet, Allah would allow you to, and there is a hadith which indicates to us that the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam had said to the Sahaba, the words such as Subhanallah, Walhamdulillah, Wala ilaha illallah, Wallahu Akbar, is sufficient to say, if you cannot, if you cannot yet recite Surah Al-Fatiha, I'm referring here to the recitation process. Yeah. And, but at the same time, Yusuf, what we do see of Surah Al-Fatiha, the very fact that it is something that you need to recite in Every every uh, every raka'ah of your salah, mm-hmm. in every salah that you perform, it cannot be that you don't know how to recite it. Mm-hmm. You need to be able to see that you develop the form of recitation. Right. And in 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 recitation, it is imperative to understand that we cannot allow ourselves to be able to recite it in a pathetic way, right. in a way of disgust and disgrace. It doesn't befit the Qur'an. It is Allah's book, and we're standing in front of Allah, we're reading back to Allah mm-hmm. what Allah has revealed, so we need to present it in the best possible manner. Sorry for this one, Dayusuf. Yusuf. I didn't mention this last week, but I just want to mention this for now, that when you and I was at school, the days when our teacher gave us some um, recitation, mm-hmm. I'd like, love to mention this, the teacher used to say to you, say the words, the cat sat on the mat. Right. Now you can't go next week and say to the teacher or next the next day and you must know that that piece of rhyme. Right. You can't say to them, Raket set on Ramit. Right. It right. would be disgusting and disgrace in front of your teacher who's not the the, the poet to have written the words. Right. Here you say it to the poet, to the one who sent you this book, Allah, and you're standing in front of your Lord. It is not befitting to say, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, Ar-Rahmani Rahim. It is disgustful, this disgrace, especially if it happens after a long period. If you are starting to recite, then Allah would not punish you, would find nothing wrong in you reciting it with, with a format of uh, error. Allah is not going to keep anything new. But imagine you reciting the surah for 10 years long. Ten years? Hmm. Ten years? I mean, ten years with Yusuf. And you haven't developed to say, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Easy words? It's not befitting for somebody who's not, it's not befitting for anybody to stand in front of Allah. So it's imperative for us to be able to see that the recitation of the Quran is a necessity, it's a fart on a young and on the old, on, on everybody. And if we're not there, Allah's not going to punish us. Hmm. Hmm. As long as we make the effort But if we make no effort Then we are the reason for punishment ourselves May Allah Be, forgive us Being neglectful being neg- we, Because we can consider Allah's book and Allah's Quran And the recitation of the, of the Quran Not important in front of our Lord Ya Rabbi, may Allah forgive us for Amen, that. inshallah Shaykh Shukran, if I can just ask you for a minute Just to go and do the necessary We'll be right back after this Barakallah. Back with you with the respected uh, Sheikh Ibrahim Abrams and the program 
Salah, the road to, to success. success. But when it comes to the recitation section in last week's lesson, we mentioned there's certain things of importance of paradigm importance in the recitation. No. Is the first and foremost the is the other to be able to say a'udhu billahi min ash-shaytanir rajim bismillahir rahmanir rahim one because allah tell mentions that in the quran whenever you recite the quran to be able to say that and secondly we found it in the hadith of the nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam that the recitation of a'udhu billahi min ash-shaytanir rajim has been a common thing where the nabi recited surah al-fatiha or the beginning of surah al-fatiha or begin standing in the salah the first part of the reading of the quran no. He would start up with A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitanir Rajeem Bismillah But what we found there That the both the Isti'adha and the Basmala Was most of the time recited silently Now the Isti'adha for that matter The Isti'adha has surely been recited silently The Basmala on the other hand There are certain people that say the Nabi did recite it Some people said that the Nabi did not recite it But it is because of those people who have been far away standing in couldn't the, hear it Couldn't hear No and and now what, what does how was it the Nabi recited Basmala by saying Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim but softly but it, people hear it in the first soft just behind the Nabi oh, Sallallahu right. so those slightly distant could not hear it because oh, it right. wasn't read to that extent aloud and then what we also said that in the recitation of Surah Fatiha we found the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in the one who teaches us the way how we should be able to read the Surah Al-Fatiha in the uh, Salah taught us that he actually stopped at every ayah Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Ar-Rahmanir Rahim he stopped as we say the seven ayat in Surah Fatiha hmm. he stopped at every ayah and he made a, what we would say in English he would make a full stop there right hmm. not not to show that it comes to an end and what the Nabi would do Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam at the end of the ayah the Nabi would, would, would lengthen the, 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 the just before the stop by saying okay. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim this is the method that the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the reason for this is because the Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam wanted us to realize it is not the recitation only, uh. but if you read it slowly hmm. and you actually come to a stop, you can actually fathom and reflect on what you are saying. Uh. Now, again, going back to the person saying to us that it was not necessary that you would be able to understand it at the beginning, okay. but it is expected that the person should be developing as part of his education in life right. continuously he doesn't get away from it that he needs to come to understand what am i reciting mm. and so that he can apply the value of quality in his salah right. and the more he understands of what he does says the nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam the greater is the value of your salah ya rab subhanallah so we came to the the, sec, the, uh, the part of the reading no. we, we spoke about the reflection we spoke about every ayah we then mentioned the importance of a hadith called a hadith al-Qudsi, um, where Allah says to us in that hadith, I've divided the salah between me and my slaves. And we saw how Allah describes himself in the first few ayat. No. And then thereafter, the covenant that Allah has upon us is what Allah says, or between us and Allah. When we says to, to Allah, now the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa tells us in this hadith al-Qudsi that for every time the slave says something, Allah gives a response. But when it comes, and we've, and we've gone to that extent where we came to the portion of this covenant, where we, the, the slave, with Allah informs the slave of who he is, and he takes the responsibility, the slave in front of Allah says to Allah the covenant, he says, mm. that we worship none other but he be, and secondly, whenever we are in need of anything, we seek help from thee, O Allah. Now that mm. is the covenant, and Allah then says, at that moment, Allah says, that is between me and my slave. This is the covenant or the agreement between me and my mm. slave. Meaning, mm. keeping, Allah says, I've given to you who I am and what I will be to you, but this is who you ought to be as the slave, and you've taken the covenant in front of me. Right. So don't say it in word, realize and reflect that you need to apply this and is this a reality in your life mm. in totality. Mm. The use of that took us to the process where we came to understand that in that lengthy hadith, the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa said to us, um, and I will give unto my slave whatever the needs are. So we've reached to that point, Yusuf, where we came to the dua section. Mm. In that dua section, Allah says, Whatever my slaves ask me, I will give unto him. Meaning, if he asks me in dua anything, I will give it to him. Right. And what we've seen then, Yusuf, 
Allah Ta'ala grants us then in Surah Al-Fatiha of all the possible du'as that we want to make and all our needs and all our wants that we want in life, right. Allah then educates us and teaches us the method of du'a. Right. The first, the most important du'a in our total life, it is hidayah. Yeah. We, you and I, will constantly be in need of guidance. Right? Of course. So Allah Ta'ala wants us to recognize that we are in need of guidance. Hmm. It's a need, it's not a want. It's a need that we will all be in need of continuously, no matter my level, no matter my wealth, no matter what I possess. I will always be in need of hidayah, and nowhere can I get that except from Allah Ta'ala. So then Allah says, Wali abdi And if he really, sincerely from his heart, requests of me hidayah, I will grant him hidayah. Wali abdi now, in that Hidayah section, Tayyusuf, we need to be able to understand, Ya Allah also not just tells us, Ihdina sirat al-mustaqim, and Allah ends this. Allah Ta'ala carries on. So what is Allah doing? Hmm. Allah Ta'ala then in Surah Al-Fatiha gives us an understanding that when you make dua to me, be precise in your dua, be specific. Hmm. Don't hmm. speak so vague that you don't even know what you're asking for. Right? You yourself don't even yes. know. Yeah. So like for example, Allah tells us, Ihdina sirat al-mustaqim, guide us. Ihdina, guide us. But then it says to us, guide us on the straight path. Hmm. And then Allah carries on, not only the straight path, and then in there, Allah says, sirat al-ladhina an'amta alayhim. What is that straight path? How Allah qualifies that straight path? The, the, the path wherein is my favors. غَيْرِ الْمَغْضُوبِ عَلَيْهِمْ not the fav- not the path wherein it is maghdub alayhim waladdalin. So what is Allah doing here in Surah Al-Fatiha? Allah wants us to understand that we must not be of those people who are under the impression that hidayah is what we want. Hmm. Hidayah is what Allah wants from us. And Allah puts this as sirat al-ladina an'amta alayhim. Allah describes that sirat, that path. That, that path that you want me to, to put you on, it must be filled with favors. Now, but I use what is meant by filled with favors is everything in it is only to the benefit of man. Hmm. If you are a Muslim and if you believe in Allah. Hmm. Hmm. But now, it's not necessary to your and my interpretation benefit. Because many times a benefit is when I get something. Then I believe it to be a benefit. A benefit. Yeah. But when it's not, not, not what I want, then, then I feel it's not a benefit mm. for me. Mm. That is not it. Like for example, if Allah grants you to be able to have to buy a car, to get a car today, then you feel that's a benefit. Yeah. Tomorrow when you get an accident with the same car, you feel that this is not a benefit. Mm. Or this is not good, this is not what I wanted, right? But a believer is somebody who knows that everything that comes from Allah is to his benefit. Mm. And that's what Allah says, Sirat al-ladhina an'amta alayhim Everything, every, every, every detail of my life is to the benefit of mine. Hmm. If I'm a believer and if I strive to the best to be able to carry out my duties, right? What is that I fulfill my role towards my Lord Allah Ta'ala? So Allah Ta'ala puts that, th- that process of that sirat, but Allah Ta'ala also clears the process hmm. of that sirat must not be maghdub alayhim waladdalin. Hmm. Inshallah. Also, we're going to take a quick commercial break once again and then we'll continue, inshallah. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. Salah, the road to success with the respected Sheikh Ibrahim Abrams. There's if we come to the process of that of that dua with we make we Allah speaks about the hidayah mm-hmm. and the essence of un- us understanding that hidayah is many a times there is people who think that when they do things their way mm-hmm. that is hidayah from Allah mm-hmm. that's why Allah describes to us so that Allah wants us to understand don't be like those other people before you who said that they want to follow hidayah but they do it their way. Mm-hmm. There is the only way that you could do it and follow the, path, the pattern of your Nabi sallallahu mm-hmm. alayhi wa sallam. If he guides you to that, see that you stick to that, to, mm. to the detail for that matter. Because um, we are not supposed to be a fanatic of anything. Right. But being a fanatic of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is a fart on every Muslim. It, being a fanatic, a fanatic of 
anything other or anybody else or being a fan of anything mm. is not recommended for any Muslim. We are not the fans of anything or anybody. Right. We are not following anything because if we follow anything, everything out there that we are fans of can be destructive to us if right. we are the fans of that. Right. But we can be a fanatic or a fan of Muhammad. Salam we are supposed salam. to be sallallahu alayhi wasallam, And that's a necessity on every Muslim. We, yeah. as, uh, we claim ourselves Muslim by necessity. We are the fans of Muhammad. We salam, love salam. him. Sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and we strive to the best to be able to execute everything in his pattern in his way. And we found this in the tariqah of the Sahaba radiallahu anhum. This is what they did. Hmm. Their whole life was um, executing their life in the very pattern of the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And this is what is referred to when Allah shows us this. So Allah says to us, المغضوب عليهم, that there is a group of people out there who they do things. Um, and thereby they get the wrath of Allah Ta'ala. Hmm. And what do they do? They d- interpret things in their own way, and they decide that hmm. ah. and, and this happens so much amongst us. So-called Muslims. No. People with names like Ibrahim and Abdullah and Ismail and Ahmad and Muhammad and Isma- uh, Ruwaida and Habiba and Latifa. Means mm. this is a Ordinary means also this by a kid I attitude from Ek don maiden mujani from Mayfit Yali. Subhanak la hawla wa la kuwata illa billah. If you and I are Muslim, there's no such thing that you cannot be told. Right. If the person is much younger than you, a hundred years younger than you, then you should have been so much your humility and the respect should have been. If this person teaches you, you should subdue yourself to the extent of mashallah shukran for thy makan. Mm. And if the person is an old man, you, you thank the person. Mm. So nothing to do with age or status and position. Right. It's not because you are old and this person is not older. When it is this deen of Allah, you follow. Mm. And you don't do your life what you want to. Not, no, 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 your life doesn't belong to you. You are but a slave of Allah. Allah. Yeah. And only Allah gives instruction and you say, yes, my Lord. Some anwata, I've heard what you say and I carry that out. And that is what is this. Where Allah tells us, the maghdub is a people who understand the rule, but still nobody can tell them. Ik weet wat die reg is, maar moet jy nie vir my sê nie. Die attitude van ons. En na'udhu billah. Dat is gevaarlijk by van ons mense, wie Muslim is, wie die attitude met liewe, en Allah wil so sê, that is not the sirat al-mustaqim. You're not living on the sirat al-mustaqim. Na'udhu billah. Because in this deen, you are ready to recognize the fact that you don't know everything. You will never know everything. You will always be in need of advice. You will always be in need of reminders. You and I, all of us. And because of that, whenever it comes to us, we are sub, we subdue or submit ourselves directly to that. Then Allah carries on, and there's a group of people there who think that they're on the Sirat al Mustaqim, but they have no intention to be able to go out and find out what is must be done. But at the same time, they are not those people who want to go and seek this deen. Right. Which means, in this deen, Allah makes it clear when you and I recite Surah Al-Fatiha, as a reminder to all of us, we cannot be arrogant. Hmm. Allah don't expect us. And if we have any sense of arrogance in us, then unfortunately we're not walking the path of this Surah Al-Mustaqim. Wow. So we ask Him for guidance, but we ask Him for guidance of our arrogance. Hmm. And then we also ask him for guidance to the other group. They ask him for guidance. They say to him, But they don't want to make effort to get to the Sirat al-Mustaqim. Right. Which means they, their life is not that way and they don't know what to do. Right. So Allah wants us to understand no Muslim as a Muslim, a true Muslim that makes his salah, ever can be a Muslim and can expect his salah to be qualitative for him if he's, if he's that person who wants to remain arrogant. Hmm. Or he is the person who wants to be ignorant continuously because a Muslim is somebody who strives to go and seek the knowledge of what it is like to be a Muslim. Mm. How do I find the Sirat al-Mustaqim? I cannot ask Allah the Sirat al-Mustaqim no, no, no. Allah showed it me how. And Allah immediately in the next surah says to us, You've asked me for guidance? This Quran is the guidance. Right. 
for those people who want to be the authoritative people. Right, May Allah grant right, us to be right, those people. Right, right. Just listening to you and talking about, of course, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala don't want us to be arrogant. Mm. What about the person that, that actually recites Surah Fatiha mm. with arrogance? That's a clear indication that the person is not arrogant only there, Yusuf. He yeah. recites with Surah Fatiha with arrogance. Yes. But it's because of the Dalin. Uh, because of the depth of ignorance. Uh, because if he was less ignorant, yes. more intellectually open, his mind is open and understand, no. he would not act that way. Uh, For a person with understanding, Allah's deen, it only because, you see, Yusuf, when people turn their back against the reality of this deen, mm. It simply is one important fact that we need to understand Yusuf, is the great amount, the, the gross amount of ignorance of this deen. Right. Like people who run around to go to become this, that, and the other. Say, yeah, Allah's deen, Allah's deen, Allah's claim, Allah's Muslim, Allah's deen, Allah's deen, Allah's Muslim. It's before the means, what's the idea? Shias of the means, what's the Ahmadiyas, and they feel proud for who they are. They only do that on one important fact in the depth and the gross amount of ignorance of this deen. The gr- gross amount of ignorance of this. Sorry if they forgive me for this, but unfortunately that it is, is it, that is it. And Allah doesn't want us to be arrogant. Neither does Allah expect us to be people who loves ignorance, who loves to be people who don't understand. Many of us say, I have long ago learned, I have but you don't see a person comes to be able to develop ah. in his life. Allah was And Allah expects for us as Muslims, Allah will not punish us for what we know not. Right. But we cannot become 99 years old or 80 years old or even 60 years old. And we haven't gone to develop in our life as a Muslim should be developing. Right. Because a Muslim is somebody who recognizes, I don't know. He puts it very clear into his face and mm. he makes it important. I read, I know absolutely little mm. or almost nothing do I know. Right. Or most probably I know, I'm know i nearer to not knowing anything than having to say I know something. Right. But he doesn't claim I know. And he recognizes it's a fart upon me that I need to go out and seek knowledge mm. and keep myself in the company of where there is people that can guide me right. so that I can guide my move myself and my family onto the right path. May Allah protect all of us. Amen. Amen. Ya Rabbla hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. Yusuf, that lies in the dua that Allah wants to give to us. Now, the other important factor that Yusuf, the interpretation of the hadith, which Allah says in the hadith al-Qudsi, and I will give unto my slave what they want. Many people is under the impression that Allah is not saying to us that. Allah says, I'm prepared to give you Hidayah if you can understand what Hidayah is. Right. And if you want to be able to be the people of the true Hidayah, and that's why Allah described that to us because Allah wants us to be of those. And when we make dua, even sometimes we don't clarify in our duas. To Allah, to Allah, to to this detail, mm. at least that we must be able when we say, have in our hearts what we mean, to 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 detail, so that that very thing that we have is not a sense of of ignorance, or we don't mm. a sense of saying it then it's so broad and probably I can be misled or misguided through that thing. Inshallah. There is of the other important factor for tonight that we need to be bring to. I hope to be able to 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 end off with Surah Fatiha. Is the important fact that this about the surah. First and foremost, we've said at the beginning that Allah calls it Sabah al Mathani in the Quran, the seven uh, verses or summarized verses almost as if it's a summarized version of the whole Quran. So it carries the full message of the whole Quran. Whatever is to be found in Surah Fatiha is to be found in broader expansion in, everything, in, in, in the rest. Right? In the, in the whole Quran. No. So or everything to be found in the Quran has its base or de- uh, specific processes that you can refer to it in Surah Al-Fatiha. Subhanak la hawla wa illa billah. So we, as we say, we need to understand that we're dealing with a surah that has got that depth for us. Hmm. It carries that amount of processes. Then the other important factor here, Taisuf, the reading of the surah, in re- reading when the, the salah is a salah for reading aloud, we must be able to read the surah, the surah aloud. Right. And if it's not the, uh, a salah that's to be allowed or uh, ayat, uh, a rakaat that's not allowed, then we must be able to still recite it and in a soft manner. Right. Um, 
Then the last aspect that I want to take out of Surah Al-Fatiha to Yusuf is a hadith of the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that's important for all of us. Where the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, whoever recites Surah Al-Fatiha, he says, whoever recites Surah Al-Fatiha, and he comes to the end and he says, Ameen. He says, Ameen. Now remember, he's made the most important dua, which is, Ihdina Sirat Al-Mustaqeem. Must I want to just... Days of uh, related to what is happening in our life for many a time, mm. our people would go and say, um, The days of that is not what the Nabi has done. Mm. There is a hadith, there's a hadith, or when in checking this, where does it come from? I find it to be there's a hadith, but it's not a hadith sahih. Mm. It's not a, a, a sahih hadith. But there's people that sticks to this, and when they say, Amin, my Amin is for Rabbi Khfili Wali Walidaya. Allah forgive me and my parents. <laughs> Allah teaches us to say, Ihdina Sirat al Mustaqim. Allah guide me on the righteous path. Oh Allah, I am in dire need of Hidayah, of guidance of Allah. And Amin is, oh Allah, I beg you, accept that dua. <laughs> so if you say, Rabbi Khfili Wali Walidaya, Amin, and you want that to be your Amin, then you violate the very process and the purpose of what Surah Al Fatiha has been revealed for. Right? And you're taking something which is a minor issue in comparison to that major issue. Now, yes, I know your parents and my parents, it's not minor issues. Hmm. But in comparison to the issue of Hidayah in your life and in my life, in the life of everybody else, is major in comparison to my mom and my dad. I'm referring to my mom and my dad. And I'm saying this, referring to your own, to your mom and your dad. So, Rabbi Khfirli Wali Walidaya is not what's been taught to us by our Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam as to make as a dua for that moment in Surah Al-Fatiha. Ah. Our purpose for Amin is not saying Amin for that dua, ah. for there's a much more important dua that you and I will constantly be in need of. Ah. And that's a dua to say, Rabbi uh, the dua to say Rabbi khfirli wali wali the dua to say ihdina sirat al-mustaqim understanding is that uh, and I, I just misunderstood but now you corrected it to say that when Rabbi khfirli wali wali it's coupled to surah fatiha then the army it, 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 it doesn't sound appropriate that's what you're actually saying because we're supposed to have the surah fatiha on its own and then have the army for the surah fatiha the words of the nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam he says whosoever ever recited surah fatiha with his understanding right and then thereafter says amin right and his word is amin goes connected with the amin of the malaika Allah forgive him all, he grants him his dua and forgive all his sins. Allahu Akbar, la hawla la quwata illa billahi Which means Allah wants us to do this. And we found our Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in his action recited Surah Fatiha hmm. and at the end of Surah Fatiha he read Ameen aloud and he, he lengthened it by saying Ameen. This is the way the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam recited it. Right. right? And, and we as, as slaves should be able to do it when our Nabi has guided us something that we do it in the way the Nabi has done it, right? right. So it would be recommended for us to be able to, to do this. Let me just repeat this hadith where the Nabi said, whosoever recites Surah Fatiha hmm. with understanding the message, what he has recited, and he's seen himself and he then ask Allah sincerely in his dua, guide us unto the straight path because mm. he knows he's in need of guidance then he says Ameen at the end or oh Allah accept then Allah says if that Ameen goes uh, agrees with the Ameen of the Malaika which means what the Nabi Sallallahu is trying to say to us when somebody recites Surah Fatiha and the Malaika is hearing you reciting it they will be saying Ameen Allah. Ya Rabbil so when the Malaika says Ameen with you and me and we agree our Ameen and the Ameen of the Malaika goes together then for that matter Allah Ta'ala would grant us the dua that we are making with sincerity in from our hearts Inshallah. and Allah Ta'ala would forgive all our sins Allah. Allahu Akbar that's only Surah, only surah Fatiha Sayyidi just once again ask you just to give us time just to take a quick commercial break and we'll continue after if you Salah the road to success with respected Sheikh Ibrahim Abrams and Sheikh, as I've shown you, we have received a question from a listener, and I would like to read this question for you, 
and inshallah if you can then uh, assist with uh, the necessary answer or advice for this listener and it reads as follows says salam sheikh i pray six times a day and read quran daily but is permanently unhappy please advise mashallah tasif tasif um the 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 question of the the person has got various angles the yeah. first one is the person says to us i'm reading six times a day right um i do not know precisely what is he referring to six times a day yeah. Most probably referring to the night salah as well. Right. We could be reciting something, making salah during the day. Other, other than that, which means he's making not only the five okat, mm. but he's also making the five okat. He's saying, and then he says, and I'm also reciting Quran wow. on a daily basis, but I'm permanently unhappy. unhappy. Now, there's the the, the part of the salah and the numbers of the, the ta- many times. And then there is the process of reciting Quran, mm. and there's the, the fact that he is unhappy, which right. means as a result of that. Or that that doesn't give him happiness and contentment. Right. Now, uh, if we look at what Allah says pertaining to salah alone, hmm. Allah says to us, "Inna salata tanha anil fahshai wal munkar." Salah is the only thing that has the capacity to change your life from indecencies, from wrongs, from evils, from shameful things, to contentment and ease. Hmm. Hmm. Salah is the only thing that grants you that. Subhanahu. And Allah Taala makes statements in the Quran by saying, "Qad aflahul mu'minun." The Muslims, the believers, will be able to be people who are will be successful, totally success, contentment, mm. and ease. And then Allah says the first thing, "Alladina hum fi salatim khushyoon." And Allah describes those things. So, now this issue of khushu is something which I've dealt with at the beginning of this program, Taisa. Mention it lightly, but khushu is something that's going to flow right through this program as we go along. I just want to mention for now. Khushu <coughs> 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 is a sense of coming to know what you're doing, hmm. and from your heart you interact and relate to Allah. Now, if the person is reciting Quran and reciting Arabic recitation, like I've discussed with Yusuf at the beginning of Surah Fatiha, mm-hmm. the Quran has got two formats of it. It's a recitation. In the recitation format, Allah says to us in a hadith, or Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam says to us in a hadith, when you recite, you read this Quran, then you get their value for every for every uh, uh, letter. You get the value of. of Uh, 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 ten good deeds of every letter. Hmm. The Nabi says, Alif, Lam, Mim, Dalik, Al Kitab. Alif, Lam, Mim is three letters. Alif, Lam, Mim is not one letter. Hmm. And that three letters means automatically there is the value of doing 30 different good deeds. Hmm. That's the value of what Allah value will be as if you've done 30 good deeds and Allah will give you the reward of that hmm. for deciding that. That's from the recitation poem. But but Yusuf, if you carry on and you says, "Dalik al kitab la rayba fi hudal lil muttaqin," and you don't know what you're reciting, mm. you will get the value of that. But if you start to be able to get to understand what are you saying, "Dalik al kitab," that book which was not re- revealed in totality as yet, if it comes to its fruition when it's completed. La rayba fi. There will be no doubt in it, which means you, as the slave, need to recognize mm. everything. There's no book that is as factual as that book. Mm. Everything, every detail, is factual. Oh, the it is the guidance, lil muttaqin, for the people who wants to be the, of the muttaqin. Now, do you and I want to be of the muttaqin? Sure. Which means, if you know what you say, Taisuf, and you read them with understanding, and you make the intention to come to read, what am I saying? What mm. am I saying? What is the message? What is Allah speaking to me? What is Allah trying to do to me mm. when He communicates with me in this Quran? Because this is the communication of Allah to me, isn't it? Mm. This is when that is it, and I make it an effort to be able to understand. I don't need to go and read or do nahu and surf and study the Arabic language in detail. But at least I can make my duty duty today and say, let me read what is the Quran saying to me. Right. Then that what the Quran is saying to me, and I start to implement and apply those things in my life. I must, by necessity, I must find contentment, happiness, relaxation, ease. Hmm. Example, but Yusuf, the Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam sits one day. Now, now it's going to seem that what I'm going to say here now doesn't fit in our discussion, but I want to, to relate that to us. Right. 
Oh, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam one day and has a halqa with his sahaba radiallahu alayhi wa discussing with him. And it's the evening. It's uh, it's, 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 it's night. Hmm. And the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam discussed with some of them this matter. And there's obviously being in the masjid. And there's a lamp in front of the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And as the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam with this lamp in front of him, um, the wind comes up. Hmm. And this lamp goes off. Hmm. Uh, which means it blows off the light. Of, of the, of the, the light blows out. Yeah. When the light blows out, Yusuf, the, the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in his capacity as messenger, says in front of the Sahaba radiallahu anhum, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raja'un. He immediately turns to Allah ta'ala hmm. and he says, Oh Allah, we come from thee. Hmm. And our total life is to be able to return to So the Sahaba, some of them said to him, Oh messenger of Allah, why did you say that hmm. at the, that moment? He said, I did not know what was going to follow. All right. If I had to know, I would have most probably not said that. But I no. know that whatever's going to happen, whatever's going to be decreed by Allah, I say that to Allah, inna lillahi, whatever's going to be it, I depend it comes from you, Allah, you've decided it for me. And if it is that that would bring the very end of us, fa inna ilayhi raji'un, and then oh, we, our, our total life is but under the end. So no matter what's going to happen, mm. the reason for me saying this, the moment you and I know when we say that, Yusuf, how do we say it? Oh, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa says, Allah will grant you contentment. And Allah says, Ulaika alayhim salawatum min rabbihim. Allah will grant you contentment on the hearts. Wa rahmah. And Allah will grant you his mercy. Now, if a person says, but I'm living with this Quran, I'm making my salah, but I don't find happiness, then it means either the person is not making the necessary amount of effort to go and seek and understand and not making the effort to be able to come to read and understand what is the message what is the Allah saying and am I applying that mm. as you are not Muslim when you make salah sorry for my terms I'm going to use that doesn't make you a Muslim that you and I must do mm. it's a necessity nobody can come away from that and reading the Qur'an is the necessity of every Muslim every day. But it is understanding what is this Qur'an, what is my purpose for Salah, mm. what is it I need to develop within this Salah, that I need to be able to get to certain results, and I need to be able to read this Qur'an with what is the message. And there is more value for me in reading the translation Qur'an. If I recited a portion of the Qur'an, I read the translation Qur'an to see what is the message, what is all spoken to me. You can go to classes where you find for the tafsir of the Quran, hmm. even the better. And today, those things are widely open. Nobody can say, I don't know. Hmm. And so, these things by necessity will have to give us, give us a sense of contentment as Allah claims, and Allah is not making jokes. That is Allah tell, telling lies. Hmm. When Allah has made a statement, that statement stands until Yomal Kiyama is a reality. Hmm. And when Allah tests us from time to time, that is something other. And Allah will grant us reward if we can have patience with that. Inshallah. But saying that you are permanent is sad, hmm. that is not what Allah will tell us, show us through what this. Quran has brought neither to what this deen has brought to this Sahaba radiallahu anhu Shukran very much for that uh, detailed answer there <coughs> once again I need to just take a quick break and uh, the timing of Sheikh's cough I almost want to say it's uh, just you timed it perfectly and this is the voice of the K the voice of the K the voice of the K Back with you with the respected Sheikh Ibrahim Abrams at uh, the time nine minutes to, which means uh, we actually in the last minute of this evening's program, Salah, the road to success. But Yusuf, um, we, that has brought us to the end of Surah Al-Fatiha for us, inshallah. May Allah grant khairan barakat. Amen. And we hope, I hope that brother who has spoken to us uh, through his, uh, his SMS, SMS no. may Allah grant khairan barakat for him inshallah. and for all of us, inshallah, inshallah, that we actually develop with what the qualities of salah is for us, inshallah. inshallah. So, then there is the issue of what happens after Surah Al-Fatiha. Can I just take a step back, Peter Yusuf, when I say, when the person is not capable yet of reciting other, then, which means he's new to Islam, hmm. or he's a young person. Or she. He, he or she. No. They're so young or old, and they, 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 they haven't been there, but they want to make the efforts now. Then Allah is not going to punish you for that, which you, as long as you recognize where the error is and you make hmm. the effort to want to bring change, that effort that you're making is the means of forgiveness for the path 
that you've done prior to that. May Allah forgive all of us, inshallah. The issue of what is what needs to happen after that. As I said, if you cannot decide Surah Fatiha and in, in anything else, the words Subhanallah, Walhamdulillah, Wala ilaha illallah, Wallahu Akbar, Wala hawla, Wala quwwata illa billahi al-Ali al-Azim can be done for a period of time. Uh, Sayyidi, the person doesn't know anything else. Uh, how many times would you do that? I'm talking about like if you had to recite Surah Fatiha. Uh. But now I'm doing that. How many times do I do it? How many times do I repeat it? At least three times. Ah. At least three times. Right. Because right. Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, Wa la ilaha illallah, Wa Allahu Akbar. And at, but, but on the other hand, but Yusuf, again, what Islam wants us to say, even if I say Subhanallah, right. we're supposed to know what we are saying. Right. It means glory belong to Allah. Greatness and glory and wonder and everything that's, everything that's of, of wonder and status, mm. of goodness. And nothing that is a fault and of error and shortcomings belongs to Allah. Right. Meaning posi- all positivities and no negativities right. belongs to Allah. Right. Right. Everything that's positive and good, that means glory being to Allah. Right. Allah right? Subhanallah. Alhamdulillah means thanks belong to Allah. Mm. La ilaha illallah means there's none worthy that can be worshipped except Allah. And then Allahu Akbar means Allah is the greatest. No. So we're supposed to at least know that, right? Mm. When we say those things, instead of saying reciting Surah Fatiha right. of any right. other Surah. Right. So, but if a person could not recite Surah Fatiha and he cannot recite another Surah after that, then that the word Subhanallah, Walhamdulillah, Wala ilaha illallah, Wallahu Akbar is sufficient. Yeah. And if a person don't know all that length and he's just what tells me to say Subhanallah, 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 then that is enough, right? When I say enough, then Allah is not going to keep it against him if we just say those things, which means if we just by starting up by saying Subhanallah. But if we can develop from Subhanallah, Walhamdulillah, yeah. and then say Subhanallah, Walhamdulillah, Wala ilaha illallah, and then develop after that Subhanallah, Walhamdulillah, Wala ilaha illallah, Wallahu Akbar. Okay. And so <coughs> the person goes and recites and starts to recite Surah Fatiha right. and say, A'udhu billahi min shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen I don't know anything further right. And he says Subhanallah Walhamdulillah Wala ilaha illallah ah. So Allah is prepared to accept that He is making effort That's a right. clear indication This person wants to So next week he gets to us He says Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Ar-Rahmanir-Rahim And he cannot, doesn't know anything further right. Then Allah doesn't keep And now he can go on Subhanallah right. Alhamdulillah right. Allah tell us not going to keep Against him anything mm. Mm. Allah is going to reward him For his effort That he shows ah. He's making effort To want to come to near to Allah And come to do what The way he should be doing the things And what you said to us Earlier this evening That a person must Make an effort Because you cannot Just stay like that for the for rest yeah. of your life. No, Inshallah. Amen. Inshallah. The same happens to us when it comes to the different awkat of salah. Mm. Now remember, mm. there is five awkat for salah that we must be doing, right? There's the the, the waqt of fajr. Yeah. There's the waqt of dhur. There's the waqt of asr. There's the waqt of maghrib, and there was the waqt of aishai. Now, every one of them has got different uh, amount of rakaat. Yeah. The waqt of fajr has got two rakaat. The waqt of dhur. And Asr and Aisha has got four rakahat. Hmm. The waqt of Maghrib has got three rakahat, right? And which means for every rakah we must be able to recite Surah Fatiha. So we must be able to know Surah Fatiha as we go on. So hmm. it's at least 17 times in a day for the least. The minste beta Yusuf, the minste 17 keer a dag, the minste moet elke Muslim 17 keer batcha Surah Fatiha. Asi elke rakah salamak. In Asari Sfart Salamak, any Makisuna Salat Yusuf, then ten months, the least 17 times again, which means 34 times. Right. So today I'm reciting Surah Fatiha 34 times, tomorrow 34 times. Mm-hmm. So at least it would help me to be able to improve the quality and the value of, of that in my means of recitation. Right. I, it reminded me of what happened with Yusuf, where a person became Muslim. A young boy hmm. at the age of approximately 16 years old, just before Ramadan. And that the month of Ramadan, he said, he stood in, 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 in Salah with us in, in, in the masjid. Hmm. And when it came to the end of Ramadan, he could recite Surah Al Fatiha. 
Why? He, because he stood behind the Imam right. in, in the Taraweeh hmm. and the Fard Salah, and he could hear that Surah Fatiha was repeated every time, right, every, right. In, in every rak'ah, and he could read it, right? And so at least uh, showing that the growth and the, the development happens after you perpetuate things. Mm-hmm. When you do things continuously, Allah grants you to be able to overcome the processes. So here we can probably get to come to that. So as I said, it's max, uh, uh, minimal f- 17 times in the Fard Oqad, right. Maghrib, uh, uh, Fajr, Fajr yeah. two rakat is two, with four for, 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 for us, for Dhuwar is, is six. And four for as, uh, for Asr is ten, three for um, Maghrib is thirteen, mm. and four for Ishai is seventeen altogether. Which means seventeen rakat is seventeen times read Surah Al-Fatiha. Mm. Right? So you're supposed to develop with that as we go along. But when we think about the next Surah, Bata Yusuf, mm. now we see in those Oqad, our Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has shown us what is the best to do in those Oqad. Mm. What do we do in, in those Oqad? How can we actually see value in that? And what do we need to, to, to read? And I just need to indicate here to us, Yusuf, and our Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has shown to us very clearly, the more you understand of your Salah, mm. the better it is for you. Because the issue of salah, the essence of salah in actual fact, Yusuf, is a sense of communication with Allah. Yeah. Allah wants you to communicate with Him, that you need to be able to be in intimacy with Allah. Mm-hmm. You know what, what Unsan say, what, what, what you say in English, you must have uh, um, uh, quality time with, right. with, with a person. Right. Uh, Allah wants us to have quality time with Allah. Yeah. Yeah. But Allah open the path Inshallah. and He doesn't expect too much from us. And so we're going to go in after, after this stage. We're looking at what is those verses or when the Nabi sallallahu or some guide us. What must happen in those right. extra after the Surah Al-Fatiha. Inshallah. Well, on that very beautiful note, uh, Shaykh, once again, I say shukran very much for being here this evening. And uh, once again, taking us through the teachings of uh, Salah, the road to success and helping us to get onto that road. To success, inshallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always guide, protect you, grant you all the health and strength, inshallah, Ameen. Ameen. and take your salamat back home to your loved ones. Afwan, exactly. Till we speak again, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Shukran for you and for everybody out there. Afwan. The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Serial. Radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape.